the college basketball experience of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting and research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first deposit your first month. Start making smarter bets today. And it is showtime, or should I say, sorry, I, let, let me try to do Colby's intro real quick. Yes, yes, yes. Woo-wee! Welcome, welcome to the college basketball experience. Yes, it is a producer Noah Beanick special. You know, uh, we at the college basketball experience pride ourselves on picking every college basketball game of the entire college basketball season. Producer Noah wasn't going to let it die on Christmas Eve of 2023. It just couldn't happen. Uh, In the most Colby Dent way possible, his quote for being out tonight was drunk. And then Mac, Moneyline Mac, Ryan McIntyre, he's hanging out with family during the holidays, which I should be as well. But it is one in the morning, Eastern time on Christmas Eve Eve. And we're here to talk about the four Diamond Head Classic games taking place in Hawaii on Christmas Eve. Um, yeah, I, I just I just felt that duty called. And we're going to do a quick show here. It's only going to be the four games. No recap of uh, the day's action from the December 23rd slate. Just know that I went one and three, and I think the other guys had a good day. Um but yeah, uh, let's just jump right into it. Uh, we're gonna try this keep try to keep it short and sweet. I imagine that most people aren't wanting to listen to a college basketball podcast for an hour on Christmas Eve. I mean, I, I'm I'm the only no lifer that <laughs> has the time to be doing this. I imagine everybody else has lives and they're either doing a Christmas Eve brunch on a Sunday or uh, watching the NFL games. So let's jump right into this. Uh, the first game, I don't have times, but uh, forgive me. I think this one's 1.30. I think it begins at 1.30 Eastern time. Temple against Portland. The Owls are laying three and a half against the Pilots. The total is set at 151. Uh, the Cocktail Napkin has this one at Temple minus three. Um, this one's a tough handicap for me because neither team has really been competitive in either of their first games here in the Diamond Head Classic. Temple lost by 24 to Nevada and 15 to Old Minion without their head coach. Uh, and that score got dressed up a little bit at the end there too, though. But still, Portland, they lost their first game uh, by 13 against Hawaii in a game that uh, they last sniffed the lead with seven minutes to go in the first half. And then the Pilots also lost by 22 to UMass. So neither team really has much positive momentum coming into this game. Um, and it comes down to me, uh, which team got more sunburned? during their week in Hawaii late, you know, that's probably both teams because one team's from Philadelphia and one team's from Portland. So they're, they're probably all sunburned. So scratch that angle. Uh, the edge that I actually found for this game is I, I think it favors temple and it's around the perimeter. Um, 45% of Portland's opponents 
points are coming from the three ball this season. That's the 16th most in the nation as their opposition is hitting them at 36.4%. Uh, that's 311th in the country that they're defending the uh, perimeter there. Uh, the Wolfpack, they aren't a very efficient shooting team from deep. They're only hitting about 31% of them this season, but they've taken the 45th most three-pointers uh, per field goal attempt in the country. Uh, so far in their two Hawaii games, they are 19 of 66, uh, but they've played better defenses than what uh, Portland is going to offer them. So that's what makes me take the Owls minus three here. We are live on YouTube right now. I have not looked at the comments at all. Sorry, everybody. Let's check on some of these. Um, Merry Christmas to Nizine Entertainment. Kenneth Hufkin says, just know it tonight. Yep. <laughs> but he says, I can dig it, baby. There we go. Super True Story says, the Noah show. <laughs> Scott G, Noah in the house. TVDBJ says, it's the cocktail, hour, cocktail napkin hour. You bet. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, TVDBJ. Uh, Merry Christmas, super true story. Um, Virgil Bugara Jr. says, Noah, you can handle this five-game slate. Yeah, <laughs> I believe so, too. I think it's only four. If you see a fifth game outside of Hawaii, let me know. But I only see four. Uh, Noah for president from Kenneth Hufkin. I appreciate it. Uh, Cannabis Capper, I am wanting to listen for an hour-long show on Christmas Eve. Eve. Maybe it's me, you, and, you and me, Capper. Uh, us two are the only no lifers that want to listen to our hour long college basketball show. Alfred, hell yeah, no way to come through. Um, Robert Martin, shout out to you jumping in the YouTube chat. TVDBJ, he goes, like the stream for Noah. Yeah, please, people. Uh, if I if I show the comment, I think it covers up some of my oh, it's, it's not that bad at all. Um, he goes, Philly, some dogs. <laughs> yeah, no, Noah Clark, he's he's willing to ride a Noah parlay with me. Uh, all right, game number two, UMass minus six and a half against Old Dominion. The total set at 155 here. The cocktail napkin has UMass by minus 13 and a half, and the cocktail napkin has the total at 159. So now if I'm going with who the more sunburnt team is here, uh, that, an that angle, that handicap kind of leans it towards the Virginia boys in uh, Old Dominion. However, I think this is my favorite lock of the day in the Diamond Head Classic Quartet of Games. This Minutemen offense is light years better than last year's that ranked 266th in offensive efficiency on Kempom. As of today, UMass's offense is 81st in the nation. ODU's defense is 230th in defensive efficiency on Kempom. And before that, uh, before they played the dumpster fire that is Temple currently, they allowed at least 80 points in four straight games and 111 to TCU in the first game here in Hawaii. Um, the Minutemen offense runs through stretch for Matt Cross, who has had two good games in this tournament so far. Cross went for 17-9-2 and two against Georgia Tech in a game UMass should have won, and then he dropped 19-8-5 in their blowout victory over Portland. So UMass minus 6.5 is a lock. That's my favorite play of the day. Now you can just go ahead and turn this podcast off. I'm uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, hopefully. Um, I appreciate it. If you listen to the next two games, I'll catch back up on the YouTube chat here. Um, big ups to Noah. Thanks for holding it down from TJ Sunstein. I appreciate it, TJ. Uh, shout out to you guys. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to those in the YouTube chat. 68 here at 107 in the morning, the morning before Christmas Eve. I, I appreciate it a lot. Um, 
I also, so I'm using my phone as a flashlight and it caused me to forget about Max plays. Max, Mac texted me his angles here. So for game one, uh, the Temple Portland game, he, he goes, he's on Temple. Um, haven't he, he says they haven't covered in five straight games. Also, I think Portland is a little overmatched from a physicality standpoint in this tournament. They're a bit banged up. Uh, and then game two, he's got UMass minus six and a half. He goes, they're the more athletic and better roster. They should be two and zero in this tourney. ODU coming off the one game bump for Jeff Jones. Frank is good on short prep rest. All good comments there from Mac as we've gotten some more comments on the YouTube live. Danny Dumshit says narrator, no definition of holding it down is vague. <laughs> <laughs> uh bill rush says saint mary's loss was a shocker today yes it was uh the cocktail napkins sniffed it out but i went against it and it fucking made me eat shit um only on the fixed page i didn't i didn't actually bet that with my own cash cannabis capper says we've got to bet all four of these the only games we get until wednesday it's facts cannabis facts facts capper uh don't take these games for granted if you say they're shitty you won't know what you're missing <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. TJ goes, I, I got over three and a half college basketball games bet and over seven and a half Guinness drank tomorrow. I'm taking the over on both of those two, TJ. Um, the next game here, we get into like the winner's bracket portion. This is not the championship. However, I think this is going to be the most fun game of the night, and it's in a perfect time slot seriously if your family is full of casuals right when the four o'clock nfl games are fizzling out pop this thing on and enjoy the hawaiian frenzy uh up until sunday night football kickoff because this thing i believe tips off at 6 30 eastern that'll end around 8 30 so then you can just jump right into sunday night football right when this game ends <clears throat> uh, the game's taking place between tcu who's a minus five and a half point favorite against hawaii they're the home team here, uh, of course. Games are being played in Hawaii. Uh, total set at 148.5. The cocktail napkins got TCU only a minus 1.5 point favorite, and the total is set at 147. You know, I remember last year when the Stan Sheriff Center was bustling for Hawaii's championship game. They beat SMU by one point on Christmas Day. So just because it's Christmas Eve doesn't mean that uh, there won't be folks showing up uh, for this game for the Rainbow Warriors. Uh, both teams up until this point have not really faced very strong schedules throughout the season. Hawaii's is 335th on Kempom and TCU's slotted in at 352nd out of 362 Division I college basketball teams this season. TCU's size and efficiency in the paint worries me a bit here, but I think the home crowd helps the Rainbow Warriors overcome the disadvantage and as technically this is TCU's second true road game of the season here. Um, and they should have lost their first one at Georgetown where they stepped out of bounds during the game winning play. So give me the bows plus five and a half lock this one up as well. Um, real quick. Uh, we're going to talk about some underdog picks here for the final two games. Um, shout out to underdog because uh, underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long nfl nba nhl college basketball and college football simply pick higher or lower on your favorite fantasy players stats and cash in so for this game we are going currently the board on underdog is kind of weak uh they're only offering options on tcu and nevada currently 
and your entry can't be filled up with guys from all of the same team. So my best angle here uh, to give out a winning underdog entry is to actually take a positive play for TCU. Usually I like to correlate my sides with the underdog entry, but we're going to go. I, I think TCU has a little bit of an advantage down low. We're going to go with Emmanuel Miller. Um, higher than 24 and a half points, rebounds, and assists here. Like I said, the strength of Hawaii's front court is my worry here. Uh, my only worry in this game. Uh, the Bows are 299th in offensive rebound, rebounding and 122nd defensively. TCU is 22nd and 79th, respectively. Miller has cleared 24 and a half PRA in five of his last six games. And he scored 21 and 24 points in the two games so far in the Aloha State this week. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Back to the YouTube chat here. Um Robert Martin says in the Nevada Georgia Tech game, the wrong team is favored. I think that's a bold take, Rob. Sounds like a money line play from you, right? Uh, Cannabis Capper says the over is smashing in the TCU Hawaii game. Uh, TJ says Georgia Tech is a weird team, weird enough to take on the money line. Feel like Kelly hits four threes or zero. <laughs> um, Robert Martin says Georgia Tech has wins over Duke, UMass, Penn State, and Mississippi State. Team Fox. Hey, Noah is that guy. Happy holidays, bro. Happy holidays to you, Team Fox. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, Mel says, happy Festivus, everyone. Happy holidays to you too, Mel. Um, Alfred44 says, I like Georgia Tech too. Well, Chet, I'm having a lock battle with you guys because I'm going to take Nevada. Nevada is favored by six and a half points here against Georgia Tech. Total set at 141. Cocktail Napkins got Nevada by eight and the total set at 138. Um, I actually fear that the Diamond Head Classic Championship matchup may turn into a snooze fest. Uh, Nevada is totally acclimated to the islands as they've been in Hawaii for a week now because they played the Rainbow Warriors on Sunday before this tournament even started. So, shout out to Steve Alford for the excellent scheduling here. Georgia Tech, they've played two nail biters in Hawaii so far and i just wonder how much gas is left in the tank after they needed to come back from down 11 in a tight 40 minute battle against umass and the yellow jackets need to defend off the rainbow warriors second half comeback attempt you know georgia tech they probably played to my estimation 70 total meaningful minutes whereas nevada has blown out both teams they've faced in the in the first half like in the second half it was completely 10 point leads the all the way through um and they sat starters at both at the end of both games here. They played 10 guys in the first game, nine guys in the second game, respectively. Um, and then I, I also I look at Georgia Tech's lack of shot making here uh, as a weakness. I, I think it's going to catch up to them as they're going up against Ken Palm's 30th ranked best defense. So the Yellow Jackets, they have an effective field goal percentage of 47.1%, which is 272nd in the country. Nevada, they have a good interior defense, so the easy shots won't come as easy for Georgia Tech here. So Nevada minus six and a half is also a lock for me on this four-game slate. Um, going back, I'll, I'll go back to Max picks before I uh, 
read off the final underdog pick here. Um, Mac, it, he says he's on Hawaii plus five and a half. Give me the home team. CCU struggles to make shots consistently. Uh, I think this game comes down to the wire. So give me the points with the home dog off of the loss. And then for the final game, the championship game, he thinks the line stinks with Nevada. So he, he got it at minus six and a half. Uh, he says the Wolfpack are the real deal. Uh, November and December, Alfred rolls. Georgia Tech played in two really hard-fought games so far that came down to the wire, basically kind of what I said. And Nevada has been able to coast a little more, uh, so I think they'll have the fresher legs uh, in game number three in four days. So that's from Mac there. Colby uh, said he wouldn't have enough time to put a thought together in text. Um, So before we wrap up the show, let me get to the final underdog play here. Again, only two teams are offered on a kind of short slate from underdog. Kind of disappointing. But we're going to go with Nevada's Keenan Blackshear. Higher than three and a half assists. I like this one better than the uh, TCU pick. Blackshear has recorded more than three and a half assists in all three of Nevada's games in Hawaii this week. And in four games straight on the season, the higher on this player projection is eight and four. So that does it for the picks on this show. I'll catch up on the YouTube chat uh, chat here. Um, Robert goes, now we got a problem. Now we got a problem. <laughs> banging, the, banging on the desk here. Uh, we got Alver, Alvaro Gallego Jr. Noah, my boy, thank you for doing this. No problem, man. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, it's kind of our mentality that we cover every game of the college basketball season. Uh, there was no way I was going to let this go. Uh, and Larry Lamar, shout out to you. Uh, the 71 people currently watching here at 1.17 in the morning. You guys are the real ones. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, enjoy your Christmas Eve. Enjoy your Christmas Day. Watch all the college football, college basketball, NFL, uh, anything, NBA uh, that you want to. And I, uh, from the TC team, uh, we uh, wish you the best during the holiday season for your health, your safety. Uh, We appreciate you guys giving us this platform to talk nonsense, talk college basketball every single day of the entire season. Um, It's something that we don't take for granted, and I enjoy doing a lot. Uh, And I'm sure Colby and Mac can say the same thing. Jaron Buchanan says, respect to Noah for locking this down. Danny Dumbshit says, if 40 more of us smash the like button on on, uh, an angel, buys Noah some drywall for the basement. Merry uh, Merry Christmas to you, Cannabis Capper, too. Uh, happy holidays, TJ. Merry Christmas, Noah. Have a great one. Thanks again for doing this. Yeah, no problem, Alfred. It's my pleasure. Dustin Weeza, Merry Christmas, buddy. Yeah, Merry Christmas right back to you. Smash the like button, uh, says Cannabis Capper. Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, like the video. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. It does wonders for us. It actually helps us a lot. Um, and if you're listening to this on podcast form, um, I hope you enjoyed the short form show. Um, but like the show, rate the show, review. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, on behalf of SGPN, the College Experience family, I appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, that does it. Um, I don't even remember what my outro is for the college baseball experience. I got to get back into the rhythm of things over there. But truly, 
Uh, we'll be back again. What is it? Wednesday night previewing Thursday's college basketball picks, whatever night it is, the the night before the actual games. We'll be back live on YouTube. Who knows? Who who knows? Uh, we might even have time to do a bracketology show or like a conference future show early in the week. Uh, hit us up on Twitter if you'd like to see some of that content your way. So for that, I bid you adieu. Adios, amigos.